Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about learning how to do automated testing. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, hi Frederick, how do I learn automated testing when I rarely do it at work? Well, uh, you're going to have to go buy it pretty much the same way you do anything that you don't do at work. You have spare time, don't you? Uh, and if you don't, then you don't learn it. That's pretty much it, really. Uh, I would say, though, that it's a pretty big warning flag if you're at a job where they don't do any type of automated testing or anything like that. I would say that you, if you've watched any of my older videos where we talk about like niched workflows and like the risks that they, they pose to you as a software developer in your long-term career, this would be one of those situations. I think I've made a few videos about, there was this guy who had, he had a workflow where they did not use Git as a version control system, or like they didn't have a version control system. You don't have to use Git, but like they didn't have any of that. And they were literally using Dropbox to upload the code. Now, I have talked to quite a few developers at this point in my career about, like, and, like for hiring purposes and like privately and personally and so forth. And I can tell you one thing, and that is that if you go down a route like that, and you don't understand that what you are doing is kind of not the mainstream thing that most companies are doing and most developers are learning uh, at the real jobs, that's going to hurt you forever, ever, ever. That your career is going to be severely crippled, uh, and you can't. You can, of course, save it if you're very talented and like quick on like pick up the uptake. But I mean, just yesterday I was talking to. Uh, today I was talking to a girl, uh, to a, to a, to a woman who was applying for a job, and we did an interview, and she had five-ish years of experience, a very relevant experience, and I mean she 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 kind of passed with flying colors. We had her questions, and like she seemed fairly solid. And the day before, we had this dude who had been working for at least twice as long as she had, and on his CV he claimed that he knew all of the stuff right he could not even tell us like the most basics of basics and they and after just talking to him for a little while we realized very quickly that he did not really care about learning what was considered to be mainstream like standard practice in IT he he just cared about going to the job that he was working at doing what he was told and then going home. And that would have been fine if the place of work that he was going to had all of that stuff already in place. But he was working at he, he was working at a small time agency where the primary thing he was doing was Gatsby applications. That's not worth a fucking thing to a major IT company usually because Gatsby, although it's a very useful tool, is kind of like WordPress. It's something where only a small fraction of serious IT companies would use it and the skills that you acquire by using it is not very it's not going to be a good 
it's not going to be a very good preparation for working at a major IT company uh, or like at Google or whatever you want to work at the, because the, the work that they do uh, or that I do with my coworkers and so forth like, like the mainstream software developers what we do is a lot more intricate than what you do with these small scale projects that you can use something like Gatsby for. Uh, I'm not, as I said, once again, I'm not talking about Gatsby. It could be any tool, any of these uh, sorts of uh, off-the-shelf solutions. But he, he simply did not care enough to inform himself of that fact. And of course, he loses the job. And you are in literally the same position because automated testing is considered to be standard practice in practically all of mainstream IT. The only companies who don't use automated testing is usually either if you, uh, and I mean we'll just, we can even go uh, to a project level is if let's say for the sake of argument you're literally starting out from scratch you're going to build a demo type of thing or a proof of concept or you're going to do something really hacky really quickly and it's going to have like no lifespan whatsoever that's usually a situation where you don't do automated testing because you simply don't have enough code for it to be a useful thing you just want to get the thing out very quickly it's low complex uh, low complexity so it's fine uh, but the other situation where this happens is when you're working for people who have no idea how to how to scale an IT company you're working for incompetent uh, managers or an incompetent IT company where it's being run by people who know probably they don't know enough to actually survive outside of their own company that's what I will argue. That's, that's also this is also something I've told a few people who can come to me and say, "Well, Frederick, I have proof that there is these." Well, they've taken a boot camp of three months and they got a job, and I kind of go, "Yeah, I have said this on many occasions that having a boot camp level understanding of software development does not mean that it's not." I mean that it doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to get a job. You don't have to go to school for five years or whatever to get a job in IT. The question is, do you have the skills to actually survive in the industry? And if you have low-end software development skills that you can acquire in a few months, say like without you know going really really crazy with the number here you can survive as a freelancer or at the low end low end agency or whatever or maybe you're really really lucky and you get into like a high like a good IT company where they still have this same sort of structure right uh, but that doesn't mean that when you go and want to get another job that you're going to get that job which is exactly the thing from my little story there with this guy he he realizes that he has he has no market value because his entire career which has been like he's been working for like 12 years is based on work that he has been doing in a way that is completely irrelevant to the vast majority of the IT industry and he had no idea or maybe he did ha I mean or rather he, he didn't care enough to make sure that he was working in a way where his skills were actually relevant to the rest of the IT world so it's like it's kind of like that you know the local average thing in machine learning or uh, in uh, um, in uh, organic algorithms where you get to like you, you try to find an optimal uh, position on somewhere and you find a local optimum and you stay there because and you think that that's the best thing that you for you or that it's the best position that you can hold but it's actually not it's just that you're 
algorithm is biased. It's not using any randomness. It's not trying to find a value that's better because it found something that was good enough. And that is exactly what you're going through. So I, are you, I would say that your solution here is, as I said, like either you have to learn it in your spare time, and I urge you, strongly urge you to do that, uh, or more likely you should quit this job as quickly as humanly possible and go to a place of work where they do automated testing. Because as I said, if they're not even investing in automated testing, I'm guessing that there are more things going on than, from, uh, than what I know based on what you just told me. So what I want you to take away from this is that uh, if you want to learn automated testing because they don't do it at your job, uh, I highly suggest that you go and have a look at the job postings and find yourself somewhere else to work. And it's not because it's the end of the world that you're not doing automated testing. It's simply that you have to know web, like, uh, how do I put this? It's fine to not follow best practices in some cases and to have a place of work where you might not be doing a specific thing that everybody says is the thing and so forth. But then there are these hygiene things that practically everybody's going to expect of you. An example would be, I am not surprised when I talk to a candidate who doesn't know anything about accessibility on the web or security, because practically nobody knows that. Not that many developers have to learn it. But I would fall back in my share if they told me that they had no idea of automated testing. Well, I've rather, I've talked to enough of them to know that when I talk to a person who has done no automated testing, it's usually not the only hole in their knowledge and they never get the job. And they're never going to get the job because it is considered standard practice to do this sort of stuff in major IT companies and everybody, everybody, literally everybody who uh, works in these sorts of companies has to have at least a basic understanding of these concepts. And the only companies who don't do this sort of stuff are usually companies who are working on very low-end projects or very hacky solutions, agencies, freelancers and so forth, where there's not really a need to do any of that stuff because the complexity of the systems that they work with is usually fairly low. So it's up to you to decide what you want to do, but I urge you to at the very least consider having like educating yourself in some other fashion or like doing something else or most likely the best thing for you is to go somewhere else uh, for a job have a great day